For a great cup of troll, there's one thing you should know Your morning brew can also be playful Buff boy brewing guys make the temperature rise And you surely feel naughty when you swallow our coffee If you want some real heat Give your mouth a fine treat You will want some more, rest assured Buff boy brewing, you can't get It's time for The Scribble, your weekly fix of celebrity chats, bizarre stories in the news, and basic random chatter with best-selling author and syndicated radio host, Jeremy Bradley. Make sure your seat is in the upright and locked position and your barf bag is securely in place. Here's Jeremy Bradley. Thank you very much, Larson. Hey, everybody. This is Jeremy Bradley. Welcome to The Scribble. Thanks to everybody who's tuned in on iTunes or SoundCloud or at thescribbleshow.com. You know, several weeks ago, we did a sort of a salute to Saskatchewan. I use the term, I think, Saskatchewan, and I took some flack for it because, you know what, I'm from Winnipeg, right next door to Saskatchewan in Manitoba, and uh, people said, you haven't even done anything about Winnipeg ever on your radio shows. You've been on the radio for nine years, and you've never done, like, a salute or tribute to Winnipeg. So, you know what? That's what we're doing today. So, legendary uh, music group uh, Streetheart, Kenny Shields, will be joining us later in the show. Nia Vardalos, you remember her from My Big Fat Greek Wedding? She's coming up. But let's kick things off with Chantelle Kraviazic, singer-songwriter, family very well-known in Winnipeg. Uh, let's go to the celebrity phone right now. Celeb spotting on the scribble. She's proudly from the Slurpee capital of the world. I'm sure she ate at the legendary Kalekas restaurant. She knows what a genie's cake is, and she understands the importance of a good hot tub in winter. Chantelle Kreviazic is joining. See what I did there? Do you like that, Chantelle? Okay, wait, wait, wait. You said Slurpees? What was the next couple the, things? Okay, so the Slurpee capital of the world. You probably ate at the legendary Kalekas restaurant. Oh, yeah. And she knows what a genie's cake is. Yeah. And then you understand the importance of a good hot tub in winter. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All those things are huge values for me. Um, I'm sad that Kalekas is gone. That's yeah. kind of gross, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't understand how that happened, but Oh, okay. I know. But Chantel Kreviazic joining us on the line. And you realize that everything that we've just talked about, most people are going, I don't get it. What's funny about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that, I'm sure every town and every region has all these yeah. little, you know things that are personal to them and it's so neat when when i travel throughout you know north america and beyond i'm always meeting winnipeggers and it's so nice because you can just sort of bond and be family in an instant you know in a place far away it's pretty cool it is and you know it's funny too because there's that winnipeg connection right somebody always knows somebody from winnipeg or whatever it is and yeah, so sure. what would you say would be the biggest highlights about the city like if somebody were to ask you okay tell me about winnipeg you know what would you say well, I'm a big fan of the Forks, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I love going there, and I always stay there when I'm home. And You know, there's so many things that I love about being at home, and uh, it's the peace, actually, now that I love. Like, I love how, you know, my, my parents live sort of outside, a little bit, just kind of at the edge of the city, and, uh, you know, we go for country drives, and go to Half Moon Hot Dog, get a Half yes. Moon Hot Dog, and mm-hmm. all these things that just seem so idyllic to me now. I love my time at home because it really grounds me, and I just sort of get get really zen 
We should explain, though, to people that The Forks isn't like a utensil or restaurant. It's actually like a national park in Winnipeg. People people might not get that if they're not familiar. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's where the trade kind of culminated these, at the... At the I guess, is it, is it the red and the Assiniboine they connect in that yeah. spot or something? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, and it's usually underwater in the spring because of all the flooding. But, I, but that's correct. And you know what you say about uh, Winnipeg just being slower paced, right? I know you live, you know, you're yeah. Toronto and, you, you know, you've you've had such a fast paced life. But Winnipeg, when you come home, it's just kind of a slower, relaxed vibe. Oh, God, it's great. <laughs> I find it just so relaxed and um, I really like it a lot. I mean, I don't love how cold it is and sometimes the mosquitoes on my nerves yeah. when I'm there in the summer, but yeah, if you can get around those, <laughs> you can do pretty good. <laughs> so then the next natural question I have is, are you a Jets fan? Because again, you live in another big city, like what? Are, yeah, are, that's a huge draw now. I think it's fantastic. I mean, we were at the, the last game when we lost the team at the funeral, and then yeah. I got to come out and sing the anthem at the first game when we got the team back and that was a real honor for me because I was you know born and raised there and I grew up under those uh, stands in the arena Um, I think I went to almost every game with my family so yeah it was pretty special Let's talk about how your life has gone. So your family, very well known in Winnipeg, and then you've got this, you know, amazing music career and the most adorable family of your own. Can you, like, sum up your life in one word and, and the journey you've had? Oh, wow. One one word. Well, definitely um, really lucky. Mm-hmm. I think your luck starts when you're born. And so I obviously grew up in a place that gave me a lot of foundation to build on. You know, just just having, for example, the the Conservatory of Music in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, But even before that, I had musical um, relatives and music very much was a a strong value. I think we all have music in our DNA to some degree, for sure. But, you know, there was such a a big value for my my maternal grandparents and on my dad's side as well. And there was there was just music kind of really all around me since I was probably in my in, in my mommy's belly so I'm really lucky I built my life around music and for all my mistakes and for all of my my childhood traumas and either related to whatever every, everybody has you know their own stuff in their in their childhood for sure um, but regardless of if those traumas came from you know within myself or family dynamics or school or whatever they were music was something that always was there for me and always was my healer and my my sort of uh, life tool and um, it really became me. Um, so in that respect, I think, you know, I know I'm not describing my life in one word, but, but certainly music has been at the center of, of uh, everything that has been good in my life. It's been my therapy, it's been my education, it's been my motivation, it's been my inspiration, and it's been... Um, my identity and 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 to some degree it's my legacy so i i really have that to thank and again you know it started with where i was born and who i was sort of born unto at the beginning of the video for uh, i will be you talk about how music did get you through like sadness and stress was it was it just listening to music were you writing music what was it like well, how did music well, i really was very passionate when i was listening to music i can think of you know whether it was tori amos or kate bush or Neil Young or any of these big records, you know, that I, I mean, my first LP I ever bought was Jack, um, Joe Jackson, Jump and Jive, you know, and mm-hmm. then a Fleetwood, 
Mac record rumors. Um, I was so passionate. I can remember when the when the police were on fire. You know, when I was 12 years old, and it was just all about synchronicity. And then I got into all my brother's old records from before. They were super, super um, commercially successful. And you know, but then I loved like Madonna and um, Janet Jackson and Michael Jackson. And and then and then you know, Friday Night Videos <laughs> and Prince. Yes. You know, I remember I remember the <laughs> the world premiere of. of of Prince's song Little Red Corvette on, yeah. on, on Friday Night Videos and I was so into them but then I also equally loved going and sitting at the piano and exploring what what, what would come out you know from within and, uh, and so yeah there was definitely both dimensions Did you write any of your chart toppers when you were a kid or going through something as like a teen? Yeah actually Surrounded I wrote Surrounded yes. when I was just sort of 19 or so and that was um, about a Winnipegger that I had really, you know, loved. And he uh, he had a kind of quick turnaround with, I think, polyschizophrenia or something, and certainly a mood disorder and had a lot of sadness and, and confusion, and, um, and he ended up taking his life. And that was really traumatizing, I think, for everybody. And um, so, yeah, so I wrote the song Surrounded about him. There's other songs that I I would probably even now still, I mean, to some degree, you know, I mean, like Jim Morrison, you know, the poems he wrote when he was in grade five that are in the, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or whatever museum, you know, his writing didn't change that much throughout, throughout his career. And I, I can relate with that. Like the way the melodies that you write, the, the, the sort of um, intonations and the, the rhythms that your melodies kind of fall into that's kind of who you are, you know. It's like people say that the way you run or jog, you have your own pace. I, I think we all have our own little kind of meter, if you will. And and so I'm sure I'm always sort of building from there. And, and certainly things, you know, they go, they shift, they pivot, they go one way or another. But I do think that I, I kind of have a style, you know, that I've always written in. When people live in you know, a city like, let's say, Winnipeg, and then you see these people who make it big, right? Like, guess who, or who, you know, whoever it is. And then, you, yeah. you know, as a kid, though, did you ever kind of sit there and go, that is going to be me one day? And then now that it's happening, you're just like, holy crap. Um, well, no, because, you know, music for me was so real, like, since I was, like, born. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I was I was a weirdo. Like, you know, my husband, is his, his way of becoming a musician is so much more... To me, it makes more sense. It's like he was sort of 16, and he kind of was like, wow, I really love that band, and I love what their message is, and here, I want to try and play that, and and then sort of self-taught, you know, guitarist, and I, I get that, but mine was like, I was three, and I would just mm-hmm. go and play music back. Anything that was on Sesame Street, I went to the piano, and I played it, <laughs> so I was like a weirdo, you know? <laughs> I would go to the movies, and I'd come home, and I'd go to the piano, and my parents would, you know, whatever, go to the kitchen and make tea. And I, I would be playing the score from the film we'd just gone to, whether it was <laughs> tea or, you know what I mean? Like that, I was like that kid. So mm. my, I think I was probably just a real music nerd. Like when the party ended when I was a teenager, I was sitting at the piano and, you know, <laughs> yeah. getting me to play songs <laughs> from the radio. I was, I was, uh, I wasn't thinking about stardom. Like I think now... People, what has been lost by the Kim Kardashians of the world, never mind that you shouldn't become famous for nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, 
I guess you got famous for something, but <laughs> the, the thing that is lost is process. You know, I think that being inside the moment is really where the reward is and where the joy lies. And and so if you can be there, you know, let those other things come, you know, success or promotion. They, they may come, they may not. You got to try a bit, you know, because you don't want to end up in your basement just whatever, playing music for yourself or hanging your own art on the wall and mm-hmm. st- staring at it and enjoying it by yourself. You, you do want to share it and you have to develop a skill set for that. But I am more focused on the process. That's where I live and um, more and more so as I get older. I just, I just love it. Like I'm recording right now with my husband. We have a project we're doing called Moon vs. Sun. And, um, you know, I've I just love it because I haven't been in the studio really that much making my own music for several years. Never mind making music with my husband. I haven't ever recorded, you know, an EP or anything with him. So, so, so being in this process, I'm just cherishing it. I'm enjoying every second of it. And you've written or, or co-written for a lot of like huge names in the music industry. Let's just let's name drop for just a second, okay? So, you've you've written for who? out doing well with Kendrick Lamar right now and that became the Beats commercial and we just did it on Saturday Night Live at the end of last year and that's one of my favorite um, certainly one of my favorite collaborations of my life with Drake I've worked with uh, you know Gwen Stefani Kelly Clarkson Pink Josh Groban oh god I mean so many people I can't even remember Avril Lavigne um, I know I'm missing People for sure. Carrie Underwood, um, Christina Aguilera, Pitbull, Leah Michelle. Yeah, lots of people. <laughs> just, just a few. If you could like duet or write for, you know, any artist alive or dead, who would it be? Oh God, I don't know. My husband and I just did a show with Neil Young and Feist and a couple other people for the Blue Dot tour. There was we did a couple shows, and uh, just being on a stage, you know, with him was incredible. He was he's one of the best artist I've ever known or known of or seen live and uh, that was incredibly that, 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 that was sort of a big highlight um, not to say I would even say I want to duet with, I don't even think that way I don't know <laughs> I don't really like have dream up who I would want to you know to be honest with you what I'm doing with my husband right now is kind of a dream come true because it's been 10 years in the making sorry 20 years in the making but to be actually starting our own project together and duetting that's really really incredible now you have lots of like tour dates coming up you're going to be all over the place so the info is on your website right yeah it should be i have to put up the moon verse sun dates we're doing some moon verse sun dates in ontario quebec and uh where else we want to know scotia yeah we're doing we're doing a bunch of stuff together as moon verse sun already even though the ep's not out but i'm hoping very soon we put a single out and um, then I'm also doing a Chantal solo tour, um, kind of of Ontario. There's, I don't know, maybe 15 dates or something like that. Well, hopefully the dates match up and we can connect, like, in Winnipeg because, you know, we're both out yeah, of the city so really much. Nice. That would be fun. Okay. Well, so Chantal Kravyazik, uh, your website address is? ChantalKravyazik.com. Oh, that's really creative. <laughs> really creative. And also, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I tend to. I tend to engage. I like it. <laughs> Chantel's my new Twitter buddy, just so you guys know. Hey, <laughs> All right. Well, so- fellow Winnipegger, Chantel Kreviazek, thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure.
Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich, working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare, having someone else raise your children? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. At Be The Boss Network, you'll find hundreds of work-from-home opportunities that you can literally start today and be earning money as soon as next week. Go to freedom41.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss. Get out of the rat race. Work from home. Go to freedom41.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number 41.com. Go to freedom41.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom41.com. Celeb spotting on the scribble. All right, we continue our salute to Winnipeg here on The Scribble. And uh, you'll recall she was the star of my big fat Greek wedding. Nia Vardalos is joining us on the line. Fellow Winnipegger, love chatting. Hey, Nia, how's it going? Good, thank you. I should actually ask, though, you're not, like, right down the street from us right now, are you? Like, where, where are you right now? Well, as a Winnipegger, you know you're always, always, your heart's always in Winnipeg. Right. But I am in Los Angeles. Okay, well, I'll send you a box of snow if you want. Is that okay? That would That'd be great. My parents are coming next week, so I'm sure they're going to bring some wind chill with them. We were there for the holidays. At Christmas time, we were all there for a couple of weeks, and we did everything Canadian. Like, it was such a great vacation. We went tobogganing. We went skating. It was just great. Our kids just loved it. I mean, all, all the, my siblings, we all have kids, and it was really fun. I should ask, though, like, how many Slurpees did you have, though, over Christmas? Well, it was at Christmas time, so I'm going to say none. Oh. But when I do come back in the summer, I would say one a week. <laughs> and then you, you washed uh, down the genie's cake, right? Oh, man, we had everything. We had genie's cake. We went to Pancake House and had the not the baby apple, but the giant apple with the right. side of chicken livers. Oh, yeah. We ate our way through the city. Niagara Pizza, of course. <laughs> Bellamy's, my sister and brother-in-law's restaurant, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, now, I mean, did you hear, though, like about Kalekis and Paddle Wheel at the Bay, or no? Yes, I do. I knew I know about Kalexis and I think that that is so so admirable that they said, "No, we're not going to sell. That's it. We're just closing the doors." I it's mm-hmm. so sad, but I understand it. Yeah. Yeah, family tradition, right? You, unless it's going to be family, I mean, you don't really want to, you know, pass that down. Now, it's always interesting, though, when, you know, a local celeb makes it big. Everybody wonders how much time you spend in Winnipeg, uh, and as you just said, so for the holidays. But how often do you return home, and, like, what's the reception like when you go somewhere? The Winnipeg person who is an admirer of my films is, or not an admirer of my films, is the kindest person, I think, in that they they always say something nice at Polo Park Mall and then move on. Uh, like, a, a, we were getting coffee at the Second Cup, and the wo- a woman came out of the jewelry store right beside, and she saw that I was with my daughter, so she just said two very kind things, wish my family happy holidays, and then left. And it was so, such a moment of, I, I just sort of understood the way that I was raised, of just be polite. That's, I think, mm-hmm. the Canadian way. And I see it here in the States as well. There's sort of this, um, this adage, I think, of just, be kind, and I, I, I don't know, I, I, you know, in my book, Instant Mom, I talk about the people who 
watch my films, I think, I know it sounds kind of braggy, but I think they're kinder than the people that watch other people's films <laughs> because there's a sort of this um, thing going through my movies that they're unabashedly sentimental and kind, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. So I think that the people who are attracted to them actually have a, a kind place in their heart. So I'm very lucky. I don't really have... Uh, people, you know, approaching me and just being like, look, I got your name tattooed in my chest. I don't have that. <laughs> but you'd be you'd be flattered nonetheless if they did, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd probably take a twit pic of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the license plates say what they do, right? Friendly Manitoba. Yes, it's it's true. We are we are very friendly. Um, you know, I've also lived in other other cities, Toronto, Chicago. I've worked in Vancouver. Uh, you know, and there is a kindness, I think, that goes through. I, I am an optimist. I think that we are, as the human race, we are kind. The way that I was raised is be kind. So I am attracted to the more kind uh, population. Mm -hmm. Well, I should ask then, if this is even easy to pinpoint one thing, but what's your favorite thing about Winnipeg? I'm dying to hear you say the weather or maybe even socials. Huh? Huh? Uh, socials. Remember, <laughs> we would have sliced up kubasa on plates and raise money for weddings. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say my favorite thing about Winnipeg is that we believe in the kindness of our neighbors. Mm -hmm. We don't just accept it as, sort of as if it's just there and we don't take it for granted. We believe in it. We know that it's there. And it might be because it, the prairies are flat. You know our joke, if your dog runs away, you see it going for two weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe we know we know that you have to be... We are a community, and we are the you know one stitch in the fabric of our community. I don't know, but I'm I'm part of so many communities. I'm part of the Greek community. I'm part of an actress community, a writers community, a Greek community, and I find a comfort in knowing that there are people folk like you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's always the comfortable thing. Fellow Winnipegger Nia Vardalis, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Bye bye now. Ever had something to get off your chest but never had the balls to say it? That's a load of crap. SpeakFreeWithJB.com is exactly what you've been waiting for. Your chance to tell it like it is and not care what anybody else thinks. Have your say on issues of the day. Join newspaper and radio columnist Jeremy Bradley as he tells it like it is. Hundreds of thousands of people have stopped by, including some well-known celebrities who have had a chat with JB and speak candidly about what's really going on in the world. You can join them, too. Have a rant or a rave. Be brave and head on over to www.speakfreewithjb.com now. We hear you chirping. Get scribbling. Tweet up the scribble at the Scribble Show. Join the discussion with Jeremy Bradley. It's all going down right now on Twitter at The Scribble Show and at TheScribbleShow.com. Celeb spotting on The Scribble. All right, the legendary Kenny Shields is joining us on the line right now. Hello there. Hi, Jeremy. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, actually. Um, just, uh, just enjoying a beautiful summer day here. It is very nice. All right, so... So the band uh, Streetheart has been rocking, well, how many years now? I mean, it's got had an impressive run so far. Um, yes. Well, there's a story to that. Um, we began in, in, in the late 70s, 
late 70s, 1976, actually. Um, we put together the group. Uh, we rehearsed uh, day and night for about six months. Wrote basically the first album, Meanwhile, Back in Paris. And then we uh, went on the road with it, with a lot of original material, which was a difficult uh, process at that time, because people didn't really want to hear original music. They wanted to, you know, plug into the, the Zeppelins and the ACDCs, and, uh, which understandably so, but in the, in the bars in that particular circuit, it was six nights a week, so it was a tough grind, but it did separate the, the boys from the men, I suppose, because we had to survive or else, you know, get out. Right. Uh, we almost got out at one, at one time, I think we were in some place called, uh, oh, I can't remember, obviously, uh, it's in southern Ontario. Uh, we were having a really bad fourth night or something, and we kind of walked off the stage and went up to our changing room and in the hotel rooms and said, okay, that's it, enough of this BS, I'm out of here. But um, we regrouped, and I, I guess I stuck it out, and obviously we went on to better things. So we had a bit of a squirrel's attitude there for a second, but we changed that. So from there, we, uh, we went into Toronto, and we played a few clubs, and uh, they began to accept us. As, as particularly something new and suddenly we had a, um, a lot of crowd and a lot of lineups and we had people like Getty Lee coming down from Rush to check us out and Max Webster and some of the um, some of the topper bands the, 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 the tougher bands there in Toronto and obviously the top bands and uh, uh, eventually uh, through the lineups and the, the record companies began to take notes and one of them decided to uh, throw us into a studio to do a, a live, uh, just, just a, a live two-track off the floor. And uh, from there, we, uh, we signed our first record deal. And over the years, there's been lots of different faces as part of the band. You've had a few people come and go. Is that worrisome? Like, what does it mean for, from a music standpoint in the group? Well, you know, it is worrisome. But on the other hand, uh, if you want to keep moving forward, that's, that's what you need to do. Um, a lot of it feels like you're moving backwards for a while. You know, and yeah, a lot of a lot of the, the fan base are not ex exactly acceptable for that particular procedure. Um, musically, it always will affect the uh, the chemistry and the terminology of, of what was and, and what is. So yeah, it's a difficult situation, um, but not impossible. And if you're willing to work it, uh, you can eventually move forward. But it, it's it's no doubt. I would be I'd be telling you a lie if I said it's it didn't affect me whatsoever because it does. It affects each and every one of the uh, the remaining characters in the band, you know. And really, when you look at it, I mean, yes, it it could slow down the group a little bit, but you've won a whole slew of awards, so really. Uh, yeah, I guess we were fortunate enough to uh, you know uh, to, to to be able to take it to another level, and and we did a couple of times. So. Um, in one way, uh, when we're, we're kind of, uh, you know, devastated on on the fact that we're making the changes. On the other hand, um, we we take it to another area, and then it's up to the fans to to accept or not to accept. So uh, we were able to move in a, in a very positive way, and for that, I'm always grateful for the fan base. Well, and the fans are accepting. I mean, you're still touring uh, a lot of shows on the prairies. Obviously, Winnipeg loves you. Um, why do you stay close to home, aside from Winnipeg loving you, of course? <laughs> well, Winnipeg didn't, was never my was never my uh, potential or my uh, my planned home. It just happened.
in 78. And um, because it was more central for us, it was it was our base. Well, basically, we moved from Regina. We were touring in the country, east and west, and somehow it was more of a sub, a hub for us in Winnipeg. And also because, you know, Winnipeg is a market that's, it has created some great musicians, and uh, the, the club circuit was always really fresh here, and uh, it was much more acceptable as, as a group. They accepted us um, just as, as a, another good another good group, and eventually, uh, I guess we, we we were Winnipeg stamped, and uh, we also had a, a management company that wanted to maintain and, and stay here. Uh, so that's how it happened. So. Basically, like I said, we came. I, I moved here in '78 into a uh, into a hotel room, and that was the beginning of uh, me planning to, not planning to to live here forever and ever and a day. And that's just what happened. We've got a lot of friends here now, so it's just it is home, absolutely home. It's been twenty some years, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. So even more, <laughs> thirty years, yeah. Yeah, so uh, you know, it's it's just it's just home. That's all there is to it. Uh, I don't question it anymore. A lot of good people here. Um, we have tremendous uh, tremendous uh, areas here that we can we can work two or three, four times a year, and it's just consistent and it's perfect for us. And I know you love West Kildonan. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> because you live there. Uh, that's right, and and you've got a lot of fans because they come out and see you at the at the bar here. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we do have a lot of fans. We have a tremendous fan base here in in Winnipeg, and uh, since the casino market has opened up across the country, um, it's that it's it's that market. It's that uh, age group. It's that people with disposable incomes that can come out, and uh, we we sell a lot of dates out, and we certainly do that each and every time that we play Winnipeg. It's it's pretty incredible. All righty. Well, Kenny Shields and Street Hard will be on the lookout for you. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much, and uh, let's do it again sometime. All right. Sounds good. In our final remaining moments here, as we continue our salute and tribute to Winnipeg, I want to thank everybody in Winnipeg. The book that I wrote called The Official Guide to Being a Winnipeg Cheapskate has been a bestseller for a very long time, and a shout-out to all of the people who uh, check out our video series in the free press. That's at winnipegfreepress.com slash business slash cheapskate. I will talk to you same time, same place next week here on The Scribble. Again, thescribbleshow.com on SoundCloud and iTunes. Want more Scribble? Check out thescribbleshow.com for past shows, celebrity interviews, cheapskate tips, and more. That's at thescribbleshow.com and on Twitter at The Scribble Show. The Scribble is a speak-free media presentation. If you want some real heat, give your